Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality Podcast with Justine and Geneva. Hello, friends. Uh, we're excited. We have a very special couple in the house today, Marcelino and Brittany from Love After Lockup, Life After Lockup. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having us on. We're really happy to be here with you guys today. Oh, we're excited to have you. Um, we have a few random questions to ask you before we get into it. First okay. is, I'm about to move to Vegas. Um, oh, and I know. I know. And I know you guys live there. So I would love to know if you were going to tell somebody to go somewhere to eat in Vegas. Like if you're like, this is like the spot for hey, great food. You, you hit that's, Herbs perfect, and rye. that's the perfect question because we're actually we're like foodies on the low. Sure, oh, good. Go, okay. We go to five-star restaurants up and down the strip all around when we travel. We always compare one to the other. Like we, we just went to San Diego. Our new thing is, is wine pairing with each course. Yeah. Ooh, oh, you're leveling up. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So I would definitely say herbs and rye is my favorite. Okay. They don't have wine okay. pairing, but they are they are they're excellent. Yeah. Okay. All them? right. Good. Yeah, they're excellent. What's the what's the or Capos? If you go to Capos, that's a really cool place too. It's like a secret, like speakeasy kind of Ooh. restaurant or whatever, and you have to have okay. a little password to get in, and then okay. it's, it's pretty. It was a really good experience. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Vegas. Other Vegas question, Marcelino, what's your favorite casino to gamble in? No, the one paying me the most money. <laughs> do you have a lucky, do you have any lucky ones where you go in, you're like, I feel good in here? Um, I mean, I always feel good, I feel good in the, the big establishments. Like, I like the Venetian. Okay. They don't pay me most them, so I'm not really, I mean, you know, one of the bigger casinos on, on the strip is what it comes down to. Okay. Know. All right. All right. I like it. Um, most yeah. money, most money you've won in a hand. Most money in a hand. <laughs> I forgot. You forgot? <laughs> I forgot. That means Probably it's a lot of money. How much you've lost though, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh God. <laughs> we don't want to ask that question. We're keeping it positive. <laughs> I love to gamble. I'm a gambler too. So no, no judgment. I, yeah. I love it too. Justine's a bit of a degenerate. You guys all in Vegas now. Is it hard to be around it? you stars of vegas oh no we actually we moved out into the outskirts of town so we're kind of out here on the boondocks yeah it kind of like tips us down a little bit it's kind of nice do you watch reality tv and if you don't if you do do you have any favorite shows or do you so i watch our show and then the only other one that i'm really like into um is married at first sight I love that show. Guilty pleasure. Besides, I can't change the channel when she's watching it, so I'm kind of forced. But yeah, ah, he likes it. He's into it, especially like the Australian. Yeah, version. Australian off That's the off the hook. The Australian yeah. was good. We love yeah. that too. The Australian yeah. season's great. I love. There's something about Australians too. It's just like a completely different culture. It makes so it like fast. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like this is how they like really talk to each other all the time. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. okay it's good. like love island you ever catch that you, sh- you might like that, oh. the uk version if you like you gotta watch love, love island uk it's phenomenal if you're looking for another like bit, but it's like 50 episodes a season so you gotta be dedicated <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite other love after lockupers to watch what are your favorite couples 
Favorite couples? I don't know. It's, you know, I'll tell you what. For me, it's been disappointing. You you want to root for people, but then in, in the end, it's like, man, they give into the cycle of recidivism. It's like, wow, it's I was hard. going for, yeah, I was going yeah, for yeah. you, and all of a sudden, you know, you went went bad. I yeah. get disappointed. I don't know if I have like favorite love after lockup <laughs> couples, but I will say that I have like favorite individuals. Um, okay. Like not just last season, that just um, the finale was what last Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel, absolutely yeah. love Rachel. Loved her. Same. I think she's so cute. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's my girl. Rachel's my girl. Um, she's heartwarming too. It's, it's interesting coming from like my perspective because like I know what it feels like to be in a relationship with somebody while you're incarcerated, but I also know what it feels like to be the you know the addicted addict um, that's in um, prison and coming home, and so I know those struggles as well. Um, so every time I, I catch myself like watching the show, I'm like, man, if she could just understand this, she would have such a good breakthrough in her life, or or vice versa with the guys or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. How did you like you? I mean, you're an amazing example of how to like completely change your life, especially given all the shit that you had growing up and like everything you overcame. What do you attribute that like ability to be like to shift and kind of get Um, out of that life? I, you know, I would say for me, I, I never really used drugs because I thought they were fun. I I never, I never, that was never my reason. Um, And so when I went to prison, I was very ashamed to be there. And I noticed that the majority of the women around me were not ashamed. They did not share those same feelings. And so I kind of like fell back and it was kind of like a, I kind of isolated myself in prison as much as I could. And I asked myself like, why, why do I get high? Why do I use drugs? Because if you don't know why, then you're likely to relapse no matter how much recovery time that you've had. And so I really like, I, you know, I took a lot of time to really like dig deep and cause I knew I never wanted to go to prison again. And, you know, I'm, I never missed anything when I was in prison, except for my family and my kids and, um, you know, that lost time in my life. And so I really like took, took the time to figure out what caused the pain you know, like what was paining me so bad that caused me to yeah. use drugs. And I made a list and I literally tackled one by one by one by one until I was, I let it go. I released it and wow. I just became okay with my life. And now I can talk about those painful things without, you know, breaking down and crying because I really truly healed from them. And now that I feel like I've filled the voids in my heart, I no longer have a reason to use drugs. Yeah. That's amazing because like you, you didn't have an example of what that looked like, like at all from your mom or anyone in your life. I knew I did not want to go back to prison and I knew that I did not want to be a junkie for the rest of my life. I knew that I did not. I I knew that I just, uh, I I knew that I never really had a chance at life to begin with. And so I knew that I had to find my own chance and give myself a chance. Um, And so when I stopped looking outward and started looking inward, I was able to focus on myself and change my life. And I really actually fell in love with myself in prison. Um, you know, cause one day I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I couldn't say anything about myself except what, what my name was. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know um, what I was good at. I didn't, I didn't know, didn't know anything about Brittany. And so I fell in love with myself. And once I truly loved myself, I feel like that's why we have such a, a successful relationship because I've been able to truly love him selflessly instead of selfishly 
Wow. That's great. Marcelino, was there ever a point where like you were nervous about Brittany being successful out of prison or like, did you feel pretty confident early on early seasons? Obviously you guys had some drama. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Brittany never stepped not day one on a high school campus. So there was a lot of high school is going to be attributed to being the, like your inoculation process into, into, into society. I mean, this, she didn't know how to, she didn't know how to do anything. Didn't know probably how to put research together. Didn't know how to study or, and doing anything successfully requires a certain amount of habits, successful habits that you have to have been, you know, developed over through high school. If you went to college, you went junior college, whatever helps you to develop those skills. She didn't have any of that. So of course being successful was, was to me, it was gonna be like a, you know, a steep hill to get up. But fortunately enough, she surprised me and, and not surprised, but it was just like another notch on her admiration level because she passed real estate class the first time in half the time. Wow. Wow, so, congratulations. Thank you. And is out here in Vegas doing it in the real estate market. So, you know, that's, you know, it, that's, uh, I think, a, a big accomplishment as well as just an attribute to who Brittany is, really. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. to watch you. Yeah, of course, of course I was nervous, but now, all the time. of course, I was nervous, but now that we're putting actual, you know, putting the ball in motion, she's showing improvement that she is who she said that she was going to be in. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you guys originally, how did you meet like originally OG meeting? How did that happen? So when I was in prison for like a little while, I was like, you know, really bitter and really angry that I was in prison because I wanted to succeed so bad. Um, And I just didn't have the know-how, you know, I guess to have a happy, sober life. And so, um, like I said, when I isolated myself and started working on myself, um, I didn't really hang out with the girls in prison too often. And so I became very lonely and I, you know, I've heard about the pen websites, you know, a lot. And a lot of those girls do use them to like, you know, trick off and get money and do this and do that. And I was like, damn, like, I just want, I just want somebody to talk to really. Like, I just want somebody in the free world that I can relate to and that I can have a good conversation with. Um, And so I decided to put an ad on meet an inmate and I was on there for about six months talking to all kinds of people. Some people were cool. Some people were hella crazy. (laughs) Some people like to send me money and that's fine too. Yeah. You're like, I'll take it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But then Marcelino, he, he wrote me a letter and what's funny is because he thought I didn't want to write him back, but that, that wasn't true. So um, it was like, I remember one day I was in my cell and an officer came by with a stack of mail like this and was like, oh, sorry, your mail got lost in the mail room. And I don't believe that for a second, but they just threw a bunch of mail at me and his letter was in that stack. And so you know, I wrote him back and I was, it was like two months. And I, it was like reason, three weeks. One reason why I chose a writer in the first place, because somebody told me a friend of mine who was locked up told him about the website and I was just trying to write people to get a conversation going. Yeah. It just so happened when she was three blocks You were trying away to write people or you were trying to write me? What were you, what were you doing? That's her wisely. <laughs> so you wrote pen and paper. You wrote her a letter. Old school. Yeah, old Every school. letter we yeah. wrote was okay. handwritten. Do you, still have them? Do you still have them? The notes? Oh yeah, I put them together in like a book. So I put like his first letter and then my, fir- my first Aww. letter. And every response after that is in order. But it's like the government... Oh, you- uh, like the government files, some things are redacted, so it's all back <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful what you show the kids, right? You gotta keep it PG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Big time. I love Marcelino, that. So what made you write to write an inmate.com or not dot com, but what made you Dude. do that? 
Just tired of going through the application process and dealing with scallywags at the bar, really, is what it comes down to. You know what I mean, over and over again, you're saying this, that, whatever it takes, and then it just gets boring. I was already yeah. older, maybe about 38, 39 when I started the process. Maybe, okay. yeah, maybe 39. So I've already been there, done that. So I just wanted somebody yeah. to reach out to, have a good conversation with, and end up being what, what it is now, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to lie to you. When we first saw your guys' first season, we thought you were like, we weren't sure about Marcelino. And I thought we were like, I don't know. Is he kind of like, because you were, I I'm felt like you came you in guys. kind of. I'm watching like yeah. you guys. I'm looking at this dude like, damn, I don't know about this dude either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you obviously, yeah, you sold, you sold us. And like your relationship, like we said before we started recording, I think is a real model for like a lot of people to look up to about how you can really build something from literally nothing. Like Brittany, you didn't have the tools to be successful. Like, in life for in a relationship either so it's really amazing yeah. what you accomplished yeah it's yeah, awesome you pulling over on the side of the road and walking in the desert and yeah to go see it breaks my heart to see the people waving at the prison and you're finally Ugh. free and your hair so yeah. long and yeah how did it feel oh, like when you first got out like what was the transition like for you like was it so, easier i mean you are obviously knew you didn't want to go back was- but what did it look like it was extremely overwhelming because um, what, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit of an impulsive person, and I'm really, really determined to succeed. So when I want something and I want to do it, I just want to be able to just do it and get it done right away. And I was just after doing so many years in prison. I was very overwhelmed. You know, they when you're released, they drop you off at the pro and probation department. And so I got off the the van. I was still, you know, handcuffed and shackled and in my prison blues. And, you know, um, I had to do this parole orientation. And then the second I open the door and come outside, I'm bombarded by a camera crew. And then Marcelino and I'm feeling like really pressured and nervous because, you know, I'm finally released and this is real. And like we've been building we had been building a relationship for so long. And um, I wanted that to work. I wanted like my life to work and then having the camera crew there, it's like, I felt like um, a little uh, panicked. Like I couldn't, uh, I was overwhelmed. And um, I actually remember like one of the lieutenants at the parole department coming outside and um, they were like, there is no cameras allowed here. And it was just, it was total chaos. And um, I remember like freezing because the officer had walked right up next to me. And in some ways, like maybe I was still a little bit institutionalized and and I got paralyzed. And yeah. I couldn't move and I froze and I put my hands down to my side and Marcelino was like, Brittany, come here. Then I couldn't move. And he was, you know, he was like, Brittany, come here. You're not in prison anymore, baby. Like you could just come here. Yeah. And we walked away and that's when I knew that I just needed a, a minute to breathe. And so I, I, you know, I told him, I was like, I just want to go to the desert. I just want to sit down. I just want to look out into the middle of nowhere and just breathe. And open space. So, yeah. yeah. Open space. And so that, yeah. that moment was really, really important to me. That's good. Yeah. Um, how we'd love to ask a little bit about your mom. How's your relationship with your mom currently? So my mom, um, can't give any spoilers, but I will say that, you know, my mom, she is, she is doing better, you know, good, good. You know, been doing the same thing for almost 50 years. So change doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. And what, what makes you have such a commitment to your mom, which obviously it's your mom, but what makes you continue to try with her, even though you've had all these horrible situations happen? Well, because like I said, I made that list when I was in prison of everything that's happened to me in my life. And I came to terms with it and I, I'm not mad at her about it anymore. Um, even though like, let's just be honest, my mom, my mom failed me. She did. But when you think about it, her mom was 
20 times worse than her. And that's the only example my mom had. And I will admit that my mom did a tremendous job in comparison to her mother. And when I think about it, that's the only, like my mom tried, but you know, when you're going through what my mom went through with her mom, as far as the sexual abuse and being sold for drugs and, you know, being beaten and all of these things, um, I will say that even though my mom neglected me because she was fighting her demons with her addiction, she damn sure didn't put her kids through any of that shit, you know? And so um, there is a level of respect. And I just, I feel like I'm not an exemption to the rule. If I was able to break free of the mental obsession of addiction, then I just feel like everyone can do it if they are really committed and dedicated to change. And I just, yeah. I found such peace and happiness that I can't explain. And I just, I want my mom to feel it at least just one time in her life. Yeah. And so I think that's just the little girl in me just doesn't want to give up on my mom. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really admirable because I know it's gotta be hard. Yeah. yeah. And Marcelino, I know you're probably like, that's, that's complicated too. Cause like you have to manage that relationship with her. What are you guys like now? Obviously you support Brittany, but what's your relationship with her mom? Like, I mean, I, I'm older and it's my, my family, my family is, is it ran me through the gambit of what it takes from the low of addition to the high of addition and everything that goes around it. So everything Cindy's right. already doing and, and going to do and is already done. I've already seen coming a long time ago. I'm just having to deal with her through my wife and yeah. I can't really, you know, can't really do anything but support from afar. Yeah. Just try to be as supportive as possible because at the end of the day, I mean, it's still my wife's mother and I know what addiction yeah. is and so until she's yeah. ready to, you know, to ready to do what she's supposed to do to be able to combat addiction. I mean, we're just going to have to be dealing with it, you know? Be patient. Uh, how long has your mom been clean for, Marcelino? Uh, maybe like 15, 16 years now. Yeah, 15 or 16 wow. years. Wow. Yeah, does she live in Vegas? Yeah, my mother goes back and forth between Florida. She's a, a what do you call those, a, a snowbird? A, a winter snowbird, winter. yeah, yeah. Yeah, snowbird. She takes off when it gets cold and then comes back. Be around the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Nice. How'd you guys learn how to be, because you seem like great parents. How did you, did you learn from what not to do? Like, how did you guys figure out how to be? Hold on, I don't have, I have no clue what I'm doing. I have absolutely no We don't no either. Clue. We're both parents. We don't know either. So it's good. <laughs> you can tell the way I tell my daughter to do something. She's like, no. Oh, man. Well, I guess it's no then. <laughs> and then I come through. No, it is not no. <laughs> you guys no. feel like a good team, though. In yeah. the first episode, it shows you coming maybe home from work and Marcelino's with the kids. And it's nice to see a dad involved with the kids, you know. And, Listen, uh, sometimes I have to fight him with the kids. Like it's it's okay. Those are my kids too. I can change a diaper. I'm gonna I can cook them dinner. Like some I gotta fight them for them. And anytime there's like a suggestion of like, hey, let's get a babysitter, he's like, mm, I don't need nobody watching my kids. And it's it's amazing because he he adores his children and he loves them and he's so protective. Um, but like I don't think, you know, we're definitely far from perfect, but I feel like we both took a bad situation and like you said learned what not to do and so now i feel like we're just going through through life just trying to do the best that we can and um i don't know just love our children wholeheartedly yeah that's you know? awesome it was heart-wrenching to see you reconnect with your son and seeing him live with yeah. his dad and trying to get him back and it's so nice that he's with you guys and yeah one happy family it's really beautiful are yeah. you gonna have more kids or are you done <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't. Oh no. I can't. Okay. All right, all right. You're done. <laughs> having three kids and I, and the two dogs. So it's really like I have five children, and then you count like all of my little sisters because they're like really my babies. So now I have eight kids, and then plus this oh. one, I really have children really yeah oh yeah men count as a child fully like so this fully. house that you're swimming in is a brand new house that you moved What's into that? this house yeah. that you were at with the pool is a new house yeah yeah did you make did you sell the older house did you make your grass money back or... yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the real question the backyard did we make it back I feel like maybe we might have like just broke even it was okay. enough it was catapult into this one safely. yeah that's so all you need being in this house you could just feel like everyone's attitude has kind of like improved not that it was like really negative before but just being on top of each other in such oh. a small space everybody was totally. like frustrated all the time yeah. and so now like the kids are happier and i'm happier i don't know are you happy i'm loving it okay you gotta have a pool in vegas too right That's <laughs> oh yeah absolutely it's a necessity yeah. um all right we gotta ask we got to ask about the Marcelino Tito fight just because we told you before. This one all like an MMA, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does, right? Um, okay, um, we'll only sorry, ask like two questions. You. We love you. So yeah, we're not trying to, we're, we're not trying I to mean, piss you off. Yeah. Did you go into that situation ready to fight Marcelino? Or are you always ready to oh, scrap? Like, we were very impressed by how you came in, like, like you were, no, you were no, prepared. No, I went in just to have a conversation like you're supposed to and maybe have something yeah. out like you're supposed to, like. Just have a conversation and be humble about yeah. it. But, you know, just have to. At the end of the day, ultimately, I feel like I was defending myself. It wasn't anything. Once he no. popped up, I looked around. There was no everybody looking around like, I think the cameraman's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. Oh, no, man, I mean, yeah, you came whipping <laughs> in in that <laughs> minivan. You're so like, and we're like, he. I loved, I loved you rolling up in the minivan, like pulling up. I was like, oh, Marcelino's here, ready to go. Minivan mobbing, that's what we called it. Minivan mobbing. <laughs> that was all time. And I love. So you were it. in the military, Marcelino? Is that where you learned how to fight? Right. How did you learn how to fight? I was just growing up on the east side, but I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah, okay. Nah, San Jose. East side oh, San Jose. okay. So are you like a you're a Bay Area, do you like Bay Area music? Or are you like a oh, yeah, E40? Yeah, okay, all right. I went through a deep E40 phase in college. Like I would travel around, go to concerts, get hyphy. It was a whole yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 now yeah. I'm too old, like my neck won't allow me to do it. But you know, <laughs> you're so funny. So Brittany, even though you know that is your your son's father, but deep down yeah. inside we're like, yeah, my my man took him down, you know? Yeah, because, you know, Tito's been, bit, right? you, you got to think, like, when I first met Tito, he was, like, a really big, like, bodybuilder. Like, over the years, like, he's obviously, like, decreased in size because the meth use and things like that. But it obviously, like, his ego didn't decrease. And so, finally, you know, he's thinking, like, for so long, like, he's the biggest, baddest motherfucker. And guess what? <laughs> You're not. Yeah. And, it's good to know, get checked. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, that was so yeah. funny. Yeah, that was sometimes stay humble. Stay humble. Absolutely. <laughs> that was one of our all-time favorite scenes. I just want to like clear up a little bit because I do think that it, yeah. you know, it was a little bit of confusion. And I know I did hear like a little bit of response on like social media about like why am I trying to like take Giovanni from from Tito and and I never did. There was a big misconception about where Giovanni was when I was incarcerated. And mm -hmm. Tito only had him for the, I, so the two years that I was gone, Tito only had him for three months. My, oh, wow. my father down from Alaska and, and, and took care of him the whole time and then brought him home. And so, you know, Tito's, you know, yeah, he had him when I got home from prison, but don't, don't act like you've the been, 
star father for all of these years and that I'm just a piece of shit felon that comes in to try to rip your kid from you. I tried to facilitate visitation so many times, but when you're smoking meth in the same house with my son, come on, man. I'm, 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 no, I don't. I don't want Giovanni to end up in prison. I would absolutely break my heart if my son, you know, ended up following his father's footsteps into addiction or mine or whatever. So I'm trying to prevent that. And, yeah. you know, if people think that I'm any, any which way, I really don't care about that. Yeah. yeah on a side note, we actually got Giovanni into a magnet school recently. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. great. No, he's, he's the cutest. He's so happy and awesome. adorable. Yeah. And the guys sweetest. Have a beautiful family. Yeah. You oh, really so he do. was yeah. living in Alaska the whole time. Pretty much. Oh, Pretty much. Did. No, I, I'm glad that yeah. makes me feel good about that too. <laughs> Ease your mind. <laughs> no, I'm happy. That's great. He's only there for three months. They might have been nice people, but you could feel the kind of aura and her. Yeah. The, the, the vibe was a little crap. I just I wanted yeah. him out of there too. Yeah. 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 Really you know, in the whole story, I never had a, I never had anything, you know, bad to say really about Brandy. I will say that she. You know, I guess when Tito first met her, she, you know, she was a registered nurse and she was you know, doing her thing and had a nice house and whatnot, you know, and now she's strung out on meth and down a bed. what a shame. Yeah, it is. God. It is. Yeah. So, addiction later on in life. So it's like, you know, what are your chances of? You're more loose. You got yeah, more than out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that he was I follow stalk you guys on Instagram. I saw that yeah. like, oh I know he was in Alaska eating ice cream with grandpa. So I was watching saw that post. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense that he's very close with the grandpa. So yeah. 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 So yeah. would love to talk a little bit about this season. A what made you guys decide to continue to show your journey on the show? Um, for me, I would I've always wanted to like just tell my story outside of writing a book. I didn't really know how I was going to be able to do that. Um, and I feel like a lot of the reason why we choose to continue with uh, the franchise is because uh, we got such a positive um, feedback from social media. And um, I don't know, I like giving people hope when people tell, tell me that I'm an inspiration and it's not really about like how I feel about what they're saying. It's about knowing that some, someone out there in the world is benefiting off of what I had to go through in life. And, and, and if that's the case, and if what I had to endure in life saved somebody else's life, then it was well worth it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome. Cause I do think you're really like an inspiration for a lot of people. Thank you. So this first episode, we see Even that for anybody, if you didn't go to prison, just to no, get your life you together, know, right? Good in life. It's so yeah, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. So what made you decide to get involved in like sober living and, and making that move to try to support people like that? Because I feel like I have, um, so much to give back to the community and to the world. And I feel like, um, I, I know what I did for myself worked um, and so if I could just offer other people the same tools, because a lot of times like people just don't have the tools in their toolbox to pull from in situations, yeah. which is why they choose to go down the wrong path or a self-destructive path. But if I could just share what I did and take them on, on a journey, I know that every, everyone is different and everything, you know, not everything works the same for everyone, but if I could just try and just save one person's life, then I feel like I've done my job, you know, and I feel like it was just the perfect, um, I mean, what else should I be doing? I don't I know. I think you will. Perfect route I had to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. It seems like yeah, you're always, calling. Yeah. We say watching this show that we wish, why do they have to go to the halfway house when sometimes they may, they have a house with a partner that they can go to where somebody might not be doing drugs and things. Why do they make people go to the halfway house? 
Some people that have to go to halfway house or whatnot, um, there's different reasons. Like some people have drug charges or some people, um, their level in the prison system could be like really high. Okay. They could, so if they go to a halfway house and they can monitor like their first couple of weeks out and um, they have a better chance at um, succeeding if they are yeah. not put into a high um, pressured situation that yeah. could get them relapse. And yeah. then other reasons is because sometimes when you submit an address to parole and probation to get released from prison, it gets denied. And if you have nowhere to go, then, you know, you get, you go to a halfway house or different, different scenarios like that. Most of those times, those yeah. are successful, you'd say. Or I don't think like that's successful. I think it's just the, the person. Yeah, you know, okay, because okay. I just feel like there will. should be an option okay. for them to go into sober living directly because it seems like at least what we've seen on the show sometimes like the halfway houses almost are a vehicle for people to connect with other criminals and like just not yeah. be in a like positive environment, you know? Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, some, some people are mandated to go there, so yeah, yeah. For sober living yeah. house, is there a, a mandatory amount of time that someone would need to be clean to, or are they using when they come in? What is the situation? Well, um, in my opinion, and I, I know that maybe some other people might run it differently, but you, if, if a sober living uh, environment does not have a detox facility or detox area, um, usually you have to be sober at least for, at, at least for a week before entering a sober living house, because if you come straight in on drugs, you're, we're jeopardizing everybody else's sobriety. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's medical reasons. You know, people go through a lot when they're detoxing. And so um, if they don't have like an actual detox uh, facility set up to, you know, take care of people medically, they probably have to be sober before going into those houses. Yeah. Marcelino, did you have any like hesitations about Brittany going into this kind of aspect of the business or were you supportive initially? Like, how do you feel about it? Yeah, well, there's a lot to learn, especially to do it the right way and, and to help people the right way. You don't want to, yeah. ultimately, at the end of the day, you don't want to fail that client because you're trying to help somebody get sober, get off the streets and get their life back together. Mm-hmm. So yep. in order to do it the right way, I knew it was going to be difficult. That's why I was glad that she was able to, you know, get a little bit of mentorship from other people so that she'd be able to maybe do her own thing like you're supposed to. I mean, she got one step towards that game doing the real estate thing. So now it's just moving forward and trying to strategize, do something yeah. big. Baby's going to be on a bigger and better things here pretty soon. I mean, everybody got to. You might be on like HGTV or something, like creating a new little show. I don't know. Million dollar listing Vegas. I'll just just say right now, get ready for the Lifetime movie. The trilogy of books. You know, she wrote a book. Yes, we did. Yeah. It would be great. Second one coming, then a third one coming. Then after that, then. Cool. I'm sure That's so have an interesting story. Sure. Yeah, who's gonna play you? Who's okay? You're picking a celebrity to play you. Who are you picking? Both of you would love to know. Uh, Donna from that '70s show. <laughs> oh, perfect! Yeah. That's spot What's on for name? you. Um, Laura. Yeah, Laura Prepon. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, said Will Smith. Okay. I love it. That's great. Smith. Uh, you're really aging well, Marcelino. Yeah, I got a routine. Thank you. Oh, what's your routine? 
What's I don't do major endorsement products either, so I can't say. <laughs> Brittany, your skin is looking flawless too. Jeez, I know you guys are. Like I'm doing my own little regimen. Okay, all right. You have to stay. You have to stay. You have to stay highly moisturized and out of the sun. Sun beats you down, especially in Vegas. Oh God, I'm not ready for that heat. I'm like not prepared. I'm from San Diego, so like the heat like oh, this is going to be. One for my birthday. Oh yeah, we're both in San Diego. Yes. It's awesome. I saw that on your Instagrams too. I live in San Diego. I was like, Christine almost showed him. up. I go run into him at the beach or something. It's so um, beautiful. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. We're biased, but you know. um, yeah. What's your? What can we expect to see from you guys this season? Like, what are we? What can viewers expect to see from your journey? I think this is just another another step in another chapter in our in our lives. We're still married, still trying to get to know each other, as well as like you say, trying to help her be successful the best way she can. Yeah. And the mistakes and errors that, that, that stumbles that sometimes that takes, you know, I think a proper sober living facility entails so much that one person can't wear all those caps. Yeah. So you have to be able to, you have to be able to, you know, use your assets, people around you. And sometimes that goes wrong and we're about to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's not uh, going the way it's looking in episode uh, one. Yeah. We, oh God. We're a little nervous, but we'll, we'll stay tuned. I, hey, I'm happy to see you guys sit next to each other. Happy. That's all that matters. So everything is else. Sasha is doing. Uh, Sasha's actually, she's doing okay. Um, I talked to her recently. She, um, she's actually hoping to get a year knocked off of her sentence. So okay. she has four left and she's hoping to come home in three. Okay. That's good. And yeah. you never get to see her in, in person or. No, I can't go visit her because I'm a felon. Oh, so. so you can never go, you can never enter prison as a felon to visit anyone? Uh, I would be able to visit my husband because we're legally married. Okay. And I would be able mm-hmm. to visit, uh, let's say, if my mom or dad or my children go. That's the only way I could get an appeal approved. Okay. But outside of that, I wouldn't be able to go, like, see a cousin or a friend. Well, you let's know? hope that none of those things ever happen. It must be hard happen. to be in prison right <laughs> now with COVID and all that, too. That's not a fun time. Even oh, more. no. Nightmare. Oh, no. What would you, Brittany, what would you say about, like, Stan and Lisa, Lisa's situation? What advice would you give her to, we've kind of, I feel like she could be like a, she kind of has a spirit of you that I feel like she wants to stay clean, but I don't know mm. if she's in the right situation. Well, what do you think? I don't... Uh... I don't know. So at first, I don't want to say that I, I like or dislike anyone, but at first I was like really rooting for her. Like, I don't really, you know, if you love somebody like, and you, and you love them wholeheartedly, like who cares, like what they look like or what, what their color of skin is and how old they are and whatever, you know, who cares? Arcelino's holding back. I see something on his face. So I'm like, <laughs> My thing is, is that like I know that go in the basement. And he's a little out there. Up. He bugs out sometimes, but uh, I like him. I think he's fucking hilarious. That little laugh he does, and then he sticks out the little turtle tongue. That shit is fucking. I mean, he's a turtle. How like she was like, yeah, I'm gonna get out, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that, and like she wanted to do good. But then, like, I don't really know what happened. I watch a show when you guys watch a show. I don't really yeah. know what's going on. And I don't really talk to any of the, you know, cast members on social media or anything. But yeah, um, I started seeing toward the end that she's like, well, if he didn't have money and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like, oh, I got disappointed. I got really, like, turned off by we that. I felt the same. 
Yeah. Marcelina, what are your thoughts? I'm not perfect. My thing is, is that like, if, if you're going to have like a trick or something like that, just keep it real with them. You guys heard on that one special we did on TV about my belly button guy. I kept it real with him. I told him, I'm like, listen, we can be friends if you want. Your little fetish is weird, dude. But if you want to send me money and we talk about it, it. Yeah. But I'm not coming coming home to you, but we could be friends, you know, and I just kept and he respected that and other people that I, I talked to like that they didn't respect it okay cool then go over yeah. there but, you know what I mean I'm not just gonna like you, you're you're fucking with people's lives yeah I think like to your you point the car and everything it is so different not that yeah. she's the same situation as you but I feel like she wants to stay yeah. clean but she's not taking the right route well I think also you have to keep it 100 like he wants somebody to sexually abuse right. him in a basement and she wants someone yeah. to financially like she wants Keep a car afloat right yeah. so it's like but you, if that's you do remember though in the beginning of the in the beginning of the season he did say that like i do want to marry her and give her a nice life and i do you know yeah want to pass off some of my money to her when i he die did. so we yeah some good intentions for her outside of the basement you know what i mean <laughs> the basement, oh. <laughs> the basement. <laughs> who do you guys think has been the biggest hustler on love after lockup like the person who has been has like taken advantage of the most people or like you see their game michael past in prison yeah we, we, and, no. uh, michael oh, yeah, did. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one was michael michael sarah michael oh, oh michael 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 oh love michael oh my god mike the worst okay yeah, yeah. Worst, uh, like he's he's like he's manipulating women like he's learning emotion. their vulnerability yes and what their, what their insecurities are and then he's yeah. playing on like a fucking predator yeah, i don't like sick. that no it's disgusting like, he's a despicable he's person him watching him what yeah. is marcelino you're a man how does someone like michael pull women when they see this story happen again and again like what's the game it's working. Hey, just look, yo, I'm thankful. You should be thankful. Your daddy raised you right. And you're yeah, on yeah. one side of the spectrum because yeah. <laughs> there is an opposite side of the spectrum that is yeah. easily prey upon. It is who they yeah. are in heaven. Yeah. Some girls like that. Some girls are attracted to that. And that's just how it is. That's you sad. can't understand it. I can't understand it. That's just how the world works. Yeah. So your daddy raised you right. <laughs> he put you on one side. Yeah. And it's a whole other side. off the pole. Yeah. Michael walks in and is on the camera behind me. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm this with is a sad note, but it just popped in my head. Did you guys ever meet poor Tracy, who's passed away in Vegas? Tracy and Clint. You- um, we did meet them one time. Okay. You know, I'm. It was really, really heartbroken. You know, to hear about her passing yeah, away, and I really sad. You know, sent out my condolences and my prayers to her family. Yeah, we had FaceTime. We'd had her on our live shows or what and stuff, and talked to her a bunch of times. And we really felt like we knew her. She was a real sweet. Yeah, it's really a shame. Sweet. Yeah, really is sweet. yeah I mean is. that's an example of somebody who just really needed like help to get out of it. She just couldn't. You know, sometimes it's just it's yeah. too it's too late. The demons are too strong. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Last couple of questions. I would love to know what are your favorite things about each other. If you had to pick one thing about each one, one. <laughs> one. <laughs> guy. listen, we're we're a rated R podcast. You can say anything you want. So. Her tight vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was looking trying to see her soul from day one when I saw the little ad and the picture in the ad. It was just like, okay, I just gotta. It really was gotta figure out who this is. Who's that personality behind the picture? Really, it just, I had to find out, and just so, so happened to be, you know. 
happy, but just yeah. that that one photo, you know, if a picture says a thousand words, there there was a thousand thousand. What was the words. photo? What was she get? What was she giving you? Was it a pose? What was going no, on? It was the ad. The ad on okay. the on the, uh, the ad picture on the, uh, on the yeah. website. Just yeah. drew you in. Okay. Yeah. And Brittany, how about Marcelino? Like what was like the, the first thing? I know, right? Those should be the, your next book, your prison letters. Yeah, I'd love that. Oh, no oh, way. Wow. Those are nasty letters. <laughs> That's, yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, Brittany, what's your favorite thing about Marcelino? Um, I can't really like pinpoint one thing because he's just, you know, he's not perfect by any means. Let me just tell you that he is fucking grumpy. A lot, a lot of times he's a grumpy ass old man, but you know what? That's fine. He's, I, I love him, but you know, like he's just like so supportive and I've never been so vulnerable with anybody in my life. And like, yeah. he's just like, he just supports me no matter what, like, even if I'm having a bad day and I'm like freaking out and spazzing out, he'll just look at me and be like, it's going to be okay. And when you're done acting like that, I'll be over here. <laughs> like, oh, I he love just- that. He just lets me be me and he supports me no matter what it is that I want to do. And he's just a really good father. And, you know, he's, he's actually really funny. I know he looks like a, he he sounds like a really, really uh, aggressive sometimes. That's what I'll say, but he's really fucking funny and he makes me laugh almost every day. And um, I just, you know, I don't want to just, to his horn too much but yeah yeah, yeah. keep it when, keep it keep when it you had to when everyone didn't want you to go look for your mom at the hotel and he got in the car late at night even though and he helped you oh yeah it's real down off it gets real down there on Fremont mm-hmm. really real I will not be visiting oh, yeah. that area I'll say that that'll that'll be an area I avoid when I move there <laughs> you stay by the experience it's okay. really fun down there it's my favorite okay. place to go because you oh, get okay. people watch and there's all kind of like um I don't know what to call them. Like they dress up and they're just, it's, oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's great. Okay. If you, All right. Cool. The baby midget, baby little person in a diaper. Yeah. You're okay. I'm good. No. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, his next husband. Yeah. That's, that's number two. Um, so what do you, what do you guys like? What are your goals? Where do you hope to see each other? Like your life and family in like five years? Do you guys want to, what, what's kind of the goals for the family moving forward? I'm getting, I'm getting onto a golf course. I'm living on a golf course sometimes. Ooh, that's the next, that's the next move. Okay. I like that. Are you a golfer? Well, for me, for me, it was a, just an extremely huge accomplishment getting my real estate license because I am a violent convicted felon. You know, by the time I was 18, the only thing I ever had in my name was a library card and four felonies, you know? So I, um, the fact that they you know, gave me my real estate license was huge and I'm never going to like, you know, make anybody like feel regretful for giving me my license. And like my yeah. big goal, is like really build a, you know, his too, is to like, to just build a real estate empire to leave to our children one day. Yeah. Um, he's always been talking about doing that um, since day one. And I was like, well, let me put some action into that, you know, into that idea, that dream. And let me get the license and just see where we go from there. That's amazing. See Giovanni, he's selling, he's selling houses before he knows it. My daughter, I hopefully one, my daughter will never have her hand out. She'll never be able to be susceptible to the other circumstances of somebody else. She'll always have her own. And anybody does come around, got to see what they feel, type of application they're filling out, front and back, see what they bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. My sons were something that they can springboard off of also. Gio just got into a magnet that's going to help him develop his inner personality. It's going to be great. It's Mm going to be awesome. He really needed that. So, you know, that's great. That's great. My my children's education and and their financial well being for the future, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's great. Well, you guys are just like, I know we said it already, but you guys are such an inspiration 
for for every I think anybody like any relationship can learn from what you guys have gone through um and I think it's just really great to see especially on this show which we love but can be a little like you know you're watching a lot of train wrecks so to see a success story it's just well and don't get it twisted either listen like we have we're far from perfect she gets pretty crazy around here you know but (laughs) But you're solid yeah you're solid they say all the time like communicate they say all the time that communication is key, but it's not there. You actually have to put in action that you actually have to like, listen to the other person when yeah. they're, when they're communicating like what's wrong and then follow up with action. That's how you let somebody know you heard them, not yeah. by responding, but by following up with action. Yeah. And so I feel like for the most part, we, we do that pretty well. That's awesome. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. But I think, again, you guys are showing the real of it and like showing what you've been We're so proud. Of so it's great. Yeah, yeah we're, we don't know you, but we're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Just celebrated three-year anniversary, so we're, you know we're healthily, healthily on the way. Yeah. Yes, love it. Yeah, well, awesome, guys, we man. can't wait to see everything that comes up this season. Um, and we so appreciate getting to talk to you. It's just awesome to hear more yeah, about absolutely. your background, all that. And we're rooting for you. And I'll, you know, I'll stalk Thank your Instagram you. too. We'll find you in Vegas. And the next time, Geneva, <laughs> hey. <needs a> house. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be my next real estate agent. So, yeah. We yes, got it. I would love that. <laughs> that would well, be thanks. awesome, man. Oh, my God. I would right? die. <laughs> well, th- <laughs> thanks so much, guys. Um, take care. Absolutely. We can't wait to see everything coming your way. No, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it.